guys, welcome back to Books and Wine, or as our husbands like to call us, Two Yappy Bitches. Today we're going to be talking about the final book in the Vampire Academy series, Last Sacrifice. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this one. I'm super excited, but like so much happens, but at the same yeah. time, it doesn't as well. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a theme. That is a theme for this, these books. I know, right? So, but it's really good because I feel like this book was wrapped up nicely for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it wraps up really well. Yeah, me too. So let's let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so we start off um and Rose is in jail. Yeah. Um so if Where you remember could from, be. <laughs> Yeah, if you remember from the last book, she was accused of killing the queen. Yeah. Um and she's basically been thrown in jail. Yeah. But like, <laughs> in a way, I'm like, karma. She's done like so many shady things. I'm like, it's not time, <laughs> like you get some consequences. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I felt like that too. I was like, you know what? Maybe you didn't kill the queen but there are reasons that you're yeah, here exactly <laughs> you know what you did right I'm like she needs to just like chill in there for a good like maybe a couple of weeks Get yeah definitely to, like clear out her head and then and then maybe be like oh I'm actually innocent now I now I need to complain about being in here like, <laughs> need, like a timeout or something I think yeah yeah like, definitely but what I didn't like was that of course Dimitri, like he said in the last book, he does not love Rose anymore, right? So yeah. For her to move on. But he decides, oh, Rose is in jail. I need to break her out. What? I know. I I hated this part too because I was like, obviously Dimitri still lo- loves her. Yeah. But then he's giving her mixed messages. Yeah. Like, I mean, love him so much. But, I mean, come on. No girl likes mixed messages. Like, be upfront about your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, when he breaks her out, they end up going to try to find Sydney mm-hmm. um, because they think that she'll be able to hide Rose, like, and while they let all of this stuff, like, cool down a little bit. Yeah, so they basically say, um, like, Sydney will be able to, like, keep her undercover um, and kind of protect her if need be. But I kind of feel like she's been accused of killing the Queen. How, you know, how is this kind of just going to blow over in a few weeks or months? Right? Like, it's got to end with Rose's death. Exactly. Like, they're going to track her down. They think that she's the killer of the Queen. Yeah, like, she's not going to be on. She's going to be, like, the most wanted person. Yeah, they're not just going to forget about her and be like, "Uh, oh, well, she's gone. Yeah. You know, who cares? Exactly. Like, I really think it was just a bad plan. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Right. But then, of course, like, Rose being Rose, she's like, well, I don't want to just stay hidden away and undercover. So we need to be searching for Lissa's, like, relative while I'm out here. No, you don't. (laughs) Like, as if that's not going to draw any more attention to you than you already have. Right? And, like, what type of disguise is she really going to have that it's that good for no one to recognize her? Exactly. And, I mean, like, she's running around with Dimitri. (laughs) Like, where else is he going to be? Right? And then, like, going (laughs) to find Lissa's sister. That's so stupid. Like, so stupid. Yeah, it's so stupid. And I think 
I think it's Sydney who realizes this because I think that they almost get caught where they're yeah. staying. Yeah. So Sydney actually decides to take them to stay with these people called the Keepers who are like a range of Danfer, Maroi, and human people who kind of all live together undercover. Yeah, they're kind of like hillbilly hippies in a way. <laughs> yeah, like Amish or something. Yeah, it's very, it's very odd. I feel like it's really weird. I didn't really understand the whole concept. And again, I was like, we're throwing in things that we haven't heard before in like the fifth and sixth book. Like, Like it's a bit too late for that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I thought exactly the same. I was like, we've already got a hidden half sibling somewhere. Why are we throwing in more people? Right. And like more like just their customs as well with the keepers because they're not like normal people and live like normal lives. They're yeah. very I feel like they're like backwards in some ways and just very random. Yeah, yeah. They're super secluded and kind of just are doing their own thing and living by their own rules. Yeah. Like I was not a fan. If I was taken there, I'd be like, please, I'll go back to the jail cell. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Right? And then we also find out that Mrs. Carp, who was from the first book, mm-hmm. who we saw a, quite a bit in the flashbacks, yeah. that he actually knew about Lissa's half-sibling. Yeah, which is, like, huge because why did she know? Yeah, and I was like, how did she know? Like, who told her? And also, how do these Keeper people know? Yeah, right? It's very <laughs> weird. It's very weird. It's like they've got inside spies or something. Yeah, it was really weird. I was like, how do they know this? And how do they even know Mrs. Carp? And, yeah. you know, she's been gone for, like, four books. She's a Strigoi. <laughs> we haven't heard anything about her. And then all of a sudden she's popping back up again. I know. It's just like, why? <laughs> What's yeah. the purpose? <laughs> yeah, I I felt the same. I felt like a lot of this was kind of just, like, chucked in there to, like. Fill it? Yeah, to, like, bulk up the book and, like, bring it to an end. Yeah. I agree. But I was like, these characters, they're just getting out of hand. Yeah, they are. I'm like, where is this story taking us? Like, sure enough, like, whatever, it's fine. But at the end of a book, like at the end of a series, I just don't think it's maybe appropriate. Yeah, even after like the second book, I don't want to be introduced to new people because I'm not going to remember them and I don't care for them. I already know I don't care for them. Or new places. Yeah, and it's like when authors, you know, like when you're like half a book in and then they start to describe to you what the characters look like and it's like, sweetie, I've decided what these look like from the first introduction 200 pages back. (laughs) I've already got a fan cast set out for these people, so don't start telling me what they're supposed to look like. (laughs) Yeah, so either like tell me when we're first introduced to them or just don't tell me and let people, you know, make up their own minds. Yeah, I agree. I actually do hate that so much. Yeah, because you're reading it and then it's like, you know, like his like blonde curls like or his hair down to his shoulders and you're like, like, hold up. Oh, no. You're like, this man has short black hair. What what are you talking about? Yeah, we don't do long hair. I'm sorry, but it's a no from me. (laughs) Yeah, on this podcast, we don't do long hair. So guys, like our book boyfriends must have short hair. None of mine have long hair. Even in the fanfics that I see, I just pretend that I'm not. Right? There are so many of, like, my ultimate faves all have, like, shoulder length or longer hair. And I'm like, I just can't. I just can't. Like, to me, it's short hair. Imagine, like, I just can imagine kissing someone and, like, running my hands through their, like, long, tied-up, 
dirty, greasy ponytail no. hair. Yeah, or curly <laughs> hair. Yuck. Yeah, no. No offense. Curly hair is great. But, like, me, no, I just can't. And they can't have nicer hair than me. Exactly. You know what I mean? And like, I'm like, think about how much my hair, like, sheds everywhere. Imagine having yeah. a partner that has the same situation. Right? And already, like, my husband takes forever in the shower. Imagine if he had long hair. It'd be, like, twice as long, like an hour every day. Yeah, nah. It's just not for me. And what? I don't know why so many books do have it's men so with long hair. Like, is it, like... Is it a thing? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> like, d- d- I, I just don't know. Because so many books you read, people do have, like, they do have long hair. I know. And I'm just, I just want to know why. Like, maybe are there like, out there who loves a long-haired dude? There must be. But maybe it's because we're reading, like, old fantasy books and people just think, like, Faye being in the forest in the woods and in, like, those days people no. didn't cut their hair. Um, I'll be there cutting all the hair. <laughs> Me too. I'd be like, oh, let's cut your hair. Yeah, right? Like <laughs> Nice and short. Yeah, this isn't working for me. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, but I do find that it's more in like fantasy books. Like, yeah, nowadays books, it's not really that common. I like know, if you're yeah. reading. So true. And even like, um, like sports romance, it's all like shorter hair. Yeah, yeah. Thank Whereas you. like I think about like, throne of glass or i think about you know like um any of those really like fantasy world or like back in the day kind of things like crescent city like they all just have the long hair yeah the bargainer series oh yeah the bargainer series kingdom of the wicked raf doesn't have long hair does he he better not in my mind he does not i don't think he does and also i'm actually thinking in kerry's book in the Stalking Jack the Ripper series he doesn't have long hair in that either so maybe she's not a, into the long hair good maybe she's like <laughs> the authors really love it so they just yeah put it, in their it book. must just be author preference yeah because like for me it'd be like a, a big no yeah it's a it's a strong it's a hard no for me yeah right and like, I feel like we've got off topic. We have, but you know what? We've gone on a tangent, but sorry, we feel very strongly about long hair in this podcast. We do. And if you feel the same, please let us know. <laughs> um, but let's get back to um Vampire Academy. Yeah, last sacrifice. Um, so Rose ends up having a dream, and yeah. in her dream, she sees Victor and Robert and they communicate with her. Yeah, so it's like a dream walk, which is really yeah. weird because only spirit users can do it. So um, what's his name? Victor, his brother must have like created it. Yeah, how did he, how did Victor get there? Because Robert's a spirit user, but Victor isn't. Well, can't he um like hang on to can't like hold on, on to, to each people? other and then bring you into the dream? Interesting, maybe. I, I don't know. That's just like I, I think that's a thing. Right? It must be because I've always had to get there. Exactly. But it's weird that obviously if Victor and Robert has like made this dream and they've gotten Rose, there's obviously an ulterior motive. Of course. That always buddy is with this man. Right? He's a snake. So- yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they end up telling Rose um that they can go to Sonia's house, who is Miss Carp. Yeah. And they can try and restore her back to um her like prior self, like yeah. they did with Dimitri using a spirit stake. Which is 
really cool, but why do they need to do it for Sonia? I, well, exactly. Like, right? obviously Rose is looking for the half-sibling yeah. and they know that Sonia knows, but, like, why does Victor yeah. and Robert want them? Yeah, exactly. And why, yeah, like, why so badly is it like, okay, Rose, this is the plan. We're going to go to Miss Carp's house so we can restore her. Like, why? Yeah. And the thing is, like, Rose is like, okay, and she just agrees. Of course she does, though, because she's stupid. We've already she's established so dumb. <laughs> So Rose agrees and um, they end up going. So um, Rose and Dimitri go and they meet Victor and Robert at Sonia's house. Yes. And they end up using a spirit stake on her and she does come back as a – she's a Maroi, right? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. so she does come back as a Maroi and she's kind of troubled. Like she – chose to turn herself into a strigoi because she had mental problems from yeah. her spirit magic. Yeah. And I kind of really liked this scene because even though she was strigoi, like her house actually seemed really lovely and like mm. there was still like flowers everywhere and I was like, oh, you actually seem like a really lovely lady. That's true. Like she didn't lose herself in yeah. like the strigoi. Like she still was like keeping her house really nice and, you know, doing things that she used to do before, like being out in nature and making like a little garden and stuff. And I really like that too. Yeah, right. And then I just feel really bad for her. (laughs) I feel really bad. I felt bad for her to do, like for her too, because she struggles to come to terms with the fact that she's She's back. back. Yeah. Yeah. Because she obviously like – she made the choice to become Strigoi. And now, again, Rose and her stupid decisions, she's taken away that choice yeah, again, for someone else. And now she, her, I mean, I would feel really weird and depressed and, and anxious about being normal again. Yeah, it's like what, you know, like when people have like the, you know, do not revive option. Yeah. And, you know, like people do anyway. And like, yeah. it's like, well... You know, you're taking that choice away from Me? someone else. Like you're basically taking away their autonomy. Exactly. But like what I really like is that Dimitri kind of like recognizes that Sonia's having a really hard time. So he ends up kind of like being with her, talking to her, and like he's just a really good support for her. Yeah, because he knows what it feels like. He's right. like, this literally happened to me a few weeks ago. Rose um, again. Yeah, and also it's kind of like I asked her to kill me. She yeah, didn't. She exactly. brought me back and now I have to live with all the things that I did when I was a struggle. Yeah, right. So I really like the fact that they kind of both have each other and they yeah. can like really lean on each other for support like during their readjustment and stuff. Yeah, I really like that too. Yeah. And then after a while, Sonia agrees to help them look for Lissa's half-sibling. Yeah, which is um, interesting. Yeah, which is interesting. And she says that she knows who it is and she, like, knows who her, like, birth mother is and all of this stuff. And then they end up tracking her down. Yeah. And it turns out that it's actually a girl that they go to school with. Insane. How crazy is that? Like, what a small world. I know, right? And her name is Jill. And isn't she, like, a freshman or something? Yeah, I think she is, like, two years younger than them. Yeah. So that's crazy. So she's been there the whole time. Yeah, and also um, Lissa's dad had an affair, so that's another thing that I know. Got, to, got to grapple with. <laughs> Which is also why, obviously, Jill goes to this school because only really, like, 
the most wealthy kids go there. Yeah. And her mum obviously is not wealthy, but, you know, sleeping around with a royal gets you places. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they go to the school to try and find her. Yeah. And while they're at the school, a bunch of guardians arrive and Rose and Dimitri obviously have to leave and escape yeah. because they're on the run. Like yeah. They're, they're wanting criminals. Like, why do they go back to the school? <laughs> I know, right? What? Surely, like, can you have called her or sent her a letter or something? Right? Like, they didn't have to go where it's a place heavily guarded and everyone knows who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Again, another horrible choice made by Rose. But when they um, try to escape, we then find out that the Dashkovs, so Victor and Robert, they end up kidnapping Jill. Yeah, so they get away as well, which is just like, oh, of course they do. <laughs> um, but they actually end up taking Jill with them and they yeah. want to use her um, as kind of like a ransom. Yeah, like you give me what I want or I'm going to kill her. Yeah, and I think they're also trying to find out if she's a spirit user too. Yeah, because then they don't need Lissa anymore. They can just have her. Yeah. Which is bad because Jill actually seems like a really nice girl. Yeah, I know. I'm like, this poor girl, she's just and, dragged into all of this right? shit show. Like, what I kind of really like is that she takes like kind of like a shining to Adrian and Adrian in a way like takes her under his wing yeah. And I'm like, oh, she has a crush on him. It's adorable. And I feel yeah. like their relationship is really cute. Yeah, I feel like we should have had more about them. Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent. Because he's like a big brother. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So while all of this is going down, Lissa gets voted to be the queen and mm-hmm. she has to go through a bunch of tests to show if she's capable and worthy of being the queen. Yeah. And she actually ends up passing all of them. Because she's great. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Because, you know, she's the main character and she, of course, she's going to pass. It's like, oh, of course she did. Yeah. If she didn't, like, I mean, that would never happen. But that would be so stupid. (laughs) All of this for nothing. Yeah. So um, she passed all the tests and she's eligible to be the queen. Yeah. But um, there is a rule that says that the royal bloodline or whoever is ruling the um, Maroi and the Danfar, they must have at least two living members in their family. And at the moment, Lissa doesn't because they don't know about her half sibling. Yes. And so all of the other like royals, who I suppose would be next in line if Lissa isn't queen yeah um, there's a few of the men who are like haha we're gonna take that position now because they don't like the fact that Lissa is like so young and she's kind of like stirring the pot a little bit with changes that she'd like to make to like empower the moray more yeah she's more like right wing <laughs> yeah. Which is great, whatever. <laughs> yeah, right? So, um, like, people do feel threatened by her yeah. and there are people that don't want her to take the crown. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like now a race against time for them to get Jill back and get her to the court so Lissa yeah. can take her place on the throne before they crown someone else. Yeah, and it's kind of, like, a bit thrilling. Like, I actually really like this. I'm like, oh, we got a time crunch. Like, we have a mission. Let's get this done. Yeah, it added some excitement to the book, I thought. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I also did feel like there was a lot of, like, like there was chapters on, like, Lissa doing the test and oh, the know. rulings and things. And I was like, okay, yeah, we get it. 
Yeah, and it's like, I mean, like I said, Lissa's like, whatever, she's great. But we don't really like her. <laughs> yeah, like she's fine, but, you know. Like eh. we, we don't need five chapters on her. Let's be real. Yeah, exactly. You know? So Rose and Dimitri managed to track down the Dashkov brothers. Yep. Um, and, of course, there's a huge fight because huge. they're not going to give up Jill. Of course you know. not. They've kidnapped her. They're not just going to be like, sure, take her. You found us. Yeah. Oh, it's like hide and seek. <laughs> <laughs> not. And so this fight, it was kind of like a long time coming. Yeah, 100% like. like they want to beat down Victor. Yeah. Like he, they're pretty much like, this is for Lissa. This is for Christian. This is for everybody. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, so there is, like, a huge fight and Rose actually ends up killing Victor, finally. Finally. Like, it seriously took way too long to kill this character off. I know. And I was like, stop going to him for help. Just get rid of him. Like, we know he's sneaky. Like, why did we have to wait a book and a half for him to die? Exactly. Like, oh, it's ridiculous. Too long. (laughs) So Rose ends up actually feeling really bad about it because she's like, you know, he wasn't a Strigoi. He was a Maroi. Yeah, he's a Maroi and he's also someone that I've grown up with my entire life. You know, yeah. he's like, like an uncle to me as well. Yeah. Um, so she struggles with it uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and Dimitri actually ends up comforting her, of, of course. course. Because <laughs> he's, he's secretly in love with her. <laughs> Yeah, so I think this is where he actually ends up admitting to her that he is still in love with her. I think so. And, I mean, I wish he did it sooner. He should have done it sooner. He He should should have done it sooner. Right? For everyone's sake. Like, like, even for us. Like, come on, dude. Stop wasting our time. Like, I feel like, was it an appropriate time, though, to admit your feelings for her? because it's kind of being used as a distraction, which fine, like distractions are great, but you should have just picked a better time. Yeah, I don't feel like it was the best time. Um, And I kind of feel like it was a little bit of like emotional manipulation. For sure. She's super upset. You know, you're trying to comfort her. So you're just like, oh, I love you. Like. (laughs) In the moment kind of thing. And then it's like, well. And then like five seconds later, he's like, "Ah, just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Like, did you just say that to make me feel better or, you know, like what's the go? And then like to make matters worse, I mean, we love it. But then they end up like sleeping together. Yeah. They end up having sex. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Again, yeah, I'm like, what, a better what time? Thinking. Oh. Um, I know. And the worst thing is during this whole situation, Rose and Adrian are actually still dating. They're still a relationship, guys. I cannot believe it. She just cheated on poor, sweet, kind Adrian. And the thing is, like, she wasn't really into the relationship to begin with. Because she's a user. And she plays with people's feelings. It's so stupid. Yeah, so why didn't she just, you know tell him before she went to jail or you know whatever while she was in jail when she left jail like any time like she could have said you know I don't think this is gonna work I've got too much going on in my life right now you know whatever your excuse is but at least give him the heads up right and like now I feel so like I love Dimitri love him totally a favorite but I feel so bad for Adrian because he's kind of become I'd say he's like a top character now. 
Yeah, I really love Adrian. And I feel like Rose knew, was in the situation where she was like, okay, Dimitri doesn't love me. He doesn't want to be with me anymore, but I don't want to be by myself. So I'll just stay with Adrian, even though I don't love him, because it will make me feel better about myself. So bad. Cannot believe it. So they end up getting Jill, they save her, um, and they go back to the court to take Jill there to um, prove that Lissa has a sibling. Yes. And when they arrive oh. first thing, Adrian gets news that they, they're back. They're back, and he's so excited. He's like, yay, my girlfriend's back. Yeah, so he goes to, like, the main foyer and he sees Dimitri kissing Rose, like, on the top of her head, oh. and he just instinctively knows that, she's cheated on him or like you know they're together again or whatever it is breaks my heart and it does because he's literally just standing there watching them and like how could like if you're rose how could you with a good conscious conscience like do that yeah you like you uh, you couldn't like i couldn't me neither i would feel so guilty and like sick to my stomach but she's like oh don't care and I'm like oh my god you are the worst yeah it's awful and then during this time so what like when they've arrived they rush to um find Lissa and she's actually in a big meeting at the moment and they're having a huge debate on whether Lissa should be allowed to be the queen or not yeah and don't they also bring up like her relationship with Rose and Rose is supposedly like the killer so they're like that makes it look bad as well yeah, so they're basically throwing out all of these accusations and they're yeah. saying, you know, she's a spirit user and they don't know, like, the full extent of her magic. Yeah. So she's a risk and then she can't be trusted. Course, yeah, and then, like, she's with Christian and Christian's, like, parents are Strigoi. So they're really using any excuse not to let her run the court. Yeah, and I, I feel really bad because I'm like, give her a chance. She's actually kind of made some good decisions. She can speak well. I think that she can handle herself quite well too. But these other, like, Moroi, they're brutal. Yeah, that's how I felt too. I was like, they're not even giving her like an option to, you know, prove herself. Show her. Yeah, prove herself. Yeah. They're just like literally, it's just like, don't judge a book by its cover, but they're totally judging. Exactly. And then while the debate is going on, Rose pretty much bursts into the room, classic yeah. Rose style, doesn't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> even though she's like most wanted. She's exactly. like, I'm here. And she storms in and she pretty much drops this huge bombshell that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and she ends up saying that Tasha Ozera, who is Christian's auntie. Yeah. And we met her in the second book. So this is the woman that Dimitri was going to leave the school. And, and she have came. babies with. Yeah. So he was going to be her guardian, but he was also going to father her children so to make the, their lines stronger. I disapprove. <laughs> And then Dimitri ended up not going because he ended up admitting that he wanted to be with Rose. Yeah. Um, And it turns out that Tasha actually killed the queen and she framed Rose because she's in love with Dimitri and wants Dimitri for herself. It was actually wild. So she went to such long lengths for this. Yeah, like how does she get her stake? Right? And then like so we knew that, Dimitri was Strigoi, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's been turned back. But I I just I don't understand. She obviously would have had this plan way long ago. 
Yeah, because surely she didn't come up with it while he was struggling. Exactly. So I'm like, she's literally a psychopath. Like, yeah. I knew I didn't like her when I first, like, was introduced to her character. I was like, I just don't like you. I kind of don't trust you. I think you're going to be, like, a really bad person, and she is. Yeah, 100%. And then it gets crazier because so Tasha, Tasha actually ends up pulling a gun and she's yep. waving it around, like, crazily at everyone and pretty much yeah. saying, you know, like, I'm a royal, like, I have a right to Dimitri, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Mine. Yeah, and the gun actually ends up going off and gets fired into, like, the crowd. Yeah, and then, and, oh, do you want to go? Yeah, you go. I was going to say, and then she ends up firing it at Lissa. Yeah, so it goes crazy. off. Crazy. Um, yeah, and it's aiming straight towards like Lissa. Lissa is in her chest, like, that's where it's headed. And so lovely, reckless Rose, <laughs> she ends up actually jumping in front of the bullet. Like she literally doesn't think. She's like, oh, my God, it's going to Lissa. Yes, I'm not her guardian, but and I'm the most wanted person, but she's like my best friend and my sister. So she jumps in front of the bullet and she gets hit. Yeah, so she pretty much takes a bullet for Lissa, which is crazy. So crazy. I mean, like, that's like next level, like, committed. <laughs> that is seriously next level. Like, wouldn't she just, like, push her out of the way or something? Exactly. Like, yeah, so she pretty much jumps in oh, front of her. I imagine it like a slow mo, like, oh, movie. Me too. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just her, like, jumping like a goalie style, just like yeah. in front of her. So true. But in my head, I'm like, where the hell were her other guardians? Because that's Lisa's exactly where I was have thinking. other guardians. Where were they? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, where were her guardians? Yeah. Surely there were other guardians in the room. Right? Like they should all be fired. And also if Rose is like the most wanted, why did they let her storm in her, into the room yeah. and then spend like 10, 20 minutes giving all of this crazy information? Wouldn't, yeah. As soon as she got in there, wouldn't you be like Tuck arrested? Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> it's so yeah. random loved i really did actually enjoy the scene but it was just so random i did like it because i didn't see it coming like yeah. the whole time i was like who the hell killed the queen yeah right you're like what the hell is going on here and then rose gets shot and it's like again like that was a reckless decision and now you're gonna be dead no <laughs> just kidding <laughs> so rose doesn't die which is awesome guys i was just kidding <laughs> So she actually wakes up in a hospital and, of course, Dimitri's there again. Of course he is. And I just imagine him, like, I just imagine he's been there for, like, the whole time. Yeah, he hasn't showered. He hasn't eaten. He hasn't brushed his teeth. I'd be like, you need to leave. Yeah, like, he's just, like, sleeping on the chair next to her bed. Which I think is adorable. But at the same time, I'm like, it's kind of not your place at the moment. Like, yeah. you're technically <laughs> not in a relationship and you should show some respect. <laughs> yeah. So he ends up telling her that both of their crimes have been pardoned. So anything yeah. that Dimitri did when he was a Strigoi has been kind of, like, wiped clean because yeah. it wasn't his fault. Um, and Rose is pardoned because obviously she didn't kill the queen. Yeah. Um, and that Rose has now been announced as Lissa's guardian. So good. And then, like, what's even better is that Dimitri has been announced as Christian's guardian so that they can kind of always be close to each other. Yeah, so they can always kind of be together because, obviously, Lissa and Christian are together. I think so, it's adorable. 
Yeah, so Rose and Dimitri can stay together. But I did think, like, how awkward if, like, Lissa and Christian break up. That'd be so awkward. Because then it would be like, oh, well, now we're not actually together anymore. Right? I think they literally have to think of it as, like, this is a lifetime commitment. You're with me now. You're with me forever. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, do they make, like, a life-like bond or something? Because how awkward otherwise. Especially because, like, she's queen. So if she's going to be publicly seen with Christian, I reckon it'd have to be forever. Yeah, it would have to be. Right? And then we end up finding out that her, that Rose's spirit bond with Lissa is actually gone now because she made that sacrifice to save Lissa's life, which has somehow reversed the spirit bond. Like yeah, it's something, yeah, it's something like she died and saved herself or something or yeah. she she prevented death or like something along those lines so So the spirit magic has actually gone from both of them now so they're kind of back to normal how they were before the accident they have no connect like no creepy connection yeah and obviously like lissa's spirit magic isn't going to affect rose so like she's not gonna go crazy which is awesome (laughs) really good but at the same time i was like what a curveball like that is just so out of left field (laughs) I know, and I also thought, like, it would probably be weird for them because for so long they've relied on the spirit connection. Yes. And, like, every single time that Lissa's been in trouble, Rose has known from the spirit connection. Yeah, so, like, how how is that going to work now? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, but I I mean, they relied way too much on that connection. Oh, definitely. Right? Yeah. It just wasn't, obviously wasn't natural. But now I think it's going to be like pretty much learning how to walk again with starting her. Yeah, it's basically just starting afresh. I would not like it. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. Um, And then we also. um, This is bad, guys. This is bad. (laughs) (laughs) So while Rose is still in the hospital, Adrian actually does come and visit her. Um, And he ends up telling her that he saw Dimitri and her together and he knows that they have, like, this special connection. And Rose pretty much tells him that, yes, they do. Like, she doesn't want to be with Adrian anymore. That always her and Dimitri. Yeah, like, her and Dimitri are, like, destined to be together and all of this. Um, And then Adrian actually ends up telling Rose that she broke his heart. (laughs) My heart. It was so sad. Like, I felt so bad for Adrian. Me too. I cannot believe it. Like, oh, it's literally so sad because he was never in the wrong and he gave her multiple choice, like multiple outs and she did not take one of them. And now, like, knowing that she literally, like, broke his heart, I'm like, oh, God. And especially, you. you know, like, especially he said to her, like, a few books ago, like, don't break my heart. And she was like, oh, I won't. And, like, I know it sounds bad because he died, but I feel <laughs> like this is exactly what she did with Mason. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. using him as a distraction and to make herself feel better. And then Mason ended up dying. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I feel so bad because we left it on bad terms. And then I'm like, well, you literally did the exact same thing to Adrian. So true. Like, have you not learned your lesson? She has not. <laughs> she obviously didn't because, like, she literally just did it to him. It's so sad. It's really sad because, again, like, Adrian could have found a nice girl for himself instead of being strung along. But Rose is like, I want all the men in the world. 
Yeah, he oh. just wasted all of this time on her that really, like, she never really saw going anywhere. It's so sad. Like, I really, really don't like Rose for that. Like, <laughs> uh, I really don't like her. Yeah, like, some a few of the characters in here are super flawed. Yeah, it's just so annoying. Yeah, so then we're now at the end of the book and – of course, Lissa does end up becoming queen. Of course she does. Like, And she gets coronated she does. at the end of the book. Yeah. And it's like this big ceremony. And obviously, like, Rose is there in her white, like, shirt and her black pants. And so is Dimitri. And then Rose's mum is also there. It's like just a really big family reunion mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, and Christian's, like, next to Lissa and so he's cute. kind of accepted the role that he will be, like, Will he the be king? king? Yeah. Oh, cute. <laughs> um, and then we pretty much end on, like, the fact that, like, everyone lives happily ever after. Yeah, and Rose and Dimitri end up, like, getting together in a relationship and they yeah. can literally be with each other freely. So yeah. insane. And then that's the end. Yeah, and that's the end. So it's really everybody does get their happily ever after, except for Adrian. Except for my poor Adrian. I know, poor guy. So sad. Like, if anyone deserved a happy, happy ever after, like, it's him. Yeah, I definitely feel like he deserved better. Yeah, I agree. And especially, you know, he's been in it since, what, book two or three? Yeah, like, where was his... Where was his finish line? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like he just kind of got left broken hearted and then it was like, okay, bye. Yeah, like too bad. Go yeah. cry in a corner. Like no. Oh, God. I'm so sad for him. Like, um, so, and that's the end of the series. Like there's no more after that either. So we didn't even get to hear more about Jill or like where she came from. Right? How she ended up in the school. Um, it kind of just like it wrapped up all of the characters that we had met from the beginning. Yes. But all of the additional characters that got thrown in halfway through or, you know, like towards the end just kind of were forgotten about again. Yeah, they were. And we were just literally left guessing or writing our own ending for the characters. Yeah, like what happened to Robert? What happened to Victor's yeah, brother? Yeah, exactly. Did he get killed in the battle or did he escape? Yeah, what happened to Miss Carp? Yeah, exactly. Now that she is back to being a um, Maroi. And like what happened to Tasha? Did she go to prison or? Did someone like, secretly kill her? Yeah, like, yeah, there are just so many. And like with Rose like and her mom, like did they build a better relationship? And, and Abe? Like, like, what's happened with Abe? Yeah, exactly. Like, her dad came and got thrown in, but then yeah. he got forgotten about again. And did Dimitri's family get notified that he's back? Oh, yeah. Right? That's so true. It's just insane. Like, so many questions. There were so many things left unanswered that I was kind of like, well, what what now? Yeah, like, I can't move on with my life until <laughs> I know more. But I did really like the series. Like, yeah, I really like the series. Yeah. I will admit reading it a second time as an adult, I didn't love it as much. And I did pick up a lot of these like inconsistencies, I guess, and kind of like the unanswered questions. Yeah. But yeah. when I read it the first time, I loved it. Yeah. So I, I was an adult when I read it <laughs> for the first time, but I still had all these questions. Like I really enjoyed it. And I think for a young adult book, 
it was done well and I feel like the whole series, it like the books weren't too long. Yeah. So it didn't drag out too much like other books have. Yeah, that's true. You know? But I definitely like I want more. I, I yeah, really I want more. more, but I also wanted less of like listener chapters. <laughs> yeah, like, agreed. Like I feel like it probably could have been four books if we had just stuck to the main plot. Yes. Yeah, I agree. But then I felt like random new curveballs kept, just kept getting thrown in to extend the life of the series. If that makes sense. Yeah, it made yeah. complete sense, and it didn't really need. We didn't need it. No, like this whole book really I feel like we didn't need. All we needed was to like like the end. Wrap, wrap up the end. Like I get that they killed the queen in the last book to make room for Lissa to become the queen. Yeah. But the whole kind of like who done it mystery, I kind of just feel like couldn't the queen have just been like, "Okay, it's time for me to end my rule." Yeah. And now we're going to pass it on to someone else. So true. Or even like why did Lissa have to become queen at such a young age? Couldn't they just say, okay, you have a sister, congratulations, you guys will be the next ruling family and leave it at that? Yeah, like we could have just had an epilogue or something that was like 10 years later and then it's like we all lived happily ever after. Exactly. Like I love a good epilogue. Yeah, yeah. If they're done well, like they are really good. And I feel like that's really what we could have had here. Like we didn't need her become – like she literally just finished high school last year. Right? And now she's the queen. It's just, it makes no sense. And she didn't even live in the world for two years because they were on the run. Exactly. Like, there's just so much that could have changed to make it a little bit better. Yeah, I feel like that there was a lot that could have been done better, but there was also a lot of things that I did love. Yeah. Oh, me too. And, like, I think we spoke about it at the very first podcast that we did, like the first book for Vampire Academy, mm-hmm. um, where... I didn't get to see the movie, but there's obviously like the TV series that's coming out and I'm so excited to see what they do with it. But at the same time, I'm really nervous because I already do not like any of the characters they have like casted. Yeah, I have had a look at the cast and I Mm. haven't loved any of them. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not that I don't like them, but I feel like it's not keeping true to the book. Yeah, I feel like the movie cast was actually really well done. Yeah. Um, most of them looked really similar to how I thought they would oh, look. But Dimitri, I mean, no offense in the movie. Oh my god, could have done better. He looked like the thing with he Dimitri in the old. movie was he was super old. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, why couldn't you have found like a 20-year-old Russian? <laughs> like, exactly. Like surely there's 20-year-old Russians or, you yeah. know, like out there. Exactly. Like it wouldn't have been that hard. But they literally chose the worst one. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. And then I feel like with the with the TV series that's coming out, they've made a lot of changes to the characters' physical appearances. 100%. And I just feel like it's just not keeping true to the characters in the book. But yeah. you know, like, it could be really good. It could be. Like, we don't know. I have a really hard time, like, disconnecting the book from the show or the movie. Yeah, I agree. Because I feel like if we're making the 
book into a movie or a show, then we should be following the book as closely as possible. Agreed. And that includes the characters. Like, their descriptions really need to stay true. Yeah, Um, like, everything. Like, the Divergent series. You haven't read that, have you? No, I've seen the movies. (laughs) So, literally, the first movie is pretty spot on. But then the second and third, they changed the whole plot. Well, I was going to say, I loved the first Divergent movie, but I, I watched the second one. I wasn't a fan, so I didn't watch the third one. Yeah, well, they literally changed the whole plot of the book in the second one and the third one, and then they split the third one into two movies, like how they were doing in, like, the early, like, 2010s yeah. with all of, like, the big franchises. But then they never made the second half. Really? Yeah, because the third one didn't do very well because they had literally changed the entire book. So they didn't end up finishing the series. Wow, that's actually crazy. Like you would think, I mean, if I was an author and my book was being turned into like a book or a series, I would want to have like a lot of control. Yeah, well, that's the thing, like, with the Heartstopper um, series that just came out, the girl who wrote the books and who illustrated them, she was actually the director on the show as well. That's so good. So it's literally spot on. Like, it is, like, perfect. That's what we need. Yeah, and it's got, like, 100% ratings. Like, everyone's loving it. It's one of the top shows that Netflix has ever done. Wow. And it's, like, surely this goes to show, you know, staying true to the books and having the author on board in such a, like, monumental way Yeah, is worth it because look at the ratings and reviews that you get. <laughs> right? Oh, that's so good. I need to read that and I need to watch that. Yes, yeah, so you definitely need to watch it. I've watched it like three times already and it only came out like a week and a half ago. <laughs> You're crazy. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so let us know what you thought of the series overall. Yeah. yeah. And the book as well. Like did you think that it could have been wrapped up or did you want, like were you looking for more? Yeah, exactly. Like like us, like did you, would you have preferred an epilogue over a full book? Yeah. Were there, <laughs> were there questions that answered? Yeah, for you as well. And did you, are you excited for the TV series or are you a bit nervous like me? I'm excited. Is this the one that's written or that's produced by Julie Pleck? Yes, from Vampire Diaries. Yeah, from Vampire yeah. Diaries. I, I love that think, show. Yeah, but Vampire Diaries is very different to the books. See, again, don't hate me. I haven't read those books. <laughs> Like, Elena's supposed to have blonde hair and, like, blue eyes. what? And then Elena is supposed to be, like, the bitchy, like, catty, like, Catherine. And Catherine is actually, like, a super soft, like, kitten character. That's insane. So they've totally switched them, like, totally. And, yeah, heaps of the characters are super different. Wow. But then with that, they actually just did, like, based upon the books. They didn't actually say that it was the book. The books, like, you know, verbatim. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where they're going with Vampire Academy. It will just be, like, based on the books by Rochelle Mead rather than being, like, exactly the same so kind of you know like how they did with gossip girl and pretty little liars how it's just like kind of like they took parts of the story and the characters from the books but then they went in their own direction with the story yeah so maybe that's what they're planning on doing with this well if that's the case then fine i could probably live with the character changes but the characters 
will always be different for me anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think it is hard to get your head around, but I guess, like, once you start watching, like, with the Vampire Diaries, I was like, these aren't the people. Like, when they had said, like, who they had cast and everything, I was like, who the hell are these people? Yeah. Um, And and then, yeah. Yeah, and I love it. Vampire Diaries, I I love Vampire Diaries. So I'm hoping that Julie Plett does a really good job. I'm sure she will. Yeah, I I hope so. It's going to be so good. Yeah, so let us know your thoughts and ideas about the book um, and also about the TV show and the movie if you've seen it as well. Yeah, please do. And you can let us know on our um, Bookstagram page, which is at Books and Wine Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go on mine at Shelf Love with Maddie. Or mine, which is CL Bookshelf. Super excited to see what you think. Yeah, we're really excited to see what you think about any of the upcoming shows um, and the book as well. I yep. know I've had a lot of people message us to say that they do love this series. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd be really interesting to see what people think. Me too. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you. We just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone for joining in and listening to us since we started our podcast in October. We can't believe that we've actually made 29 episodes now. It's crazy. Um, We just wanted to let you know that we are going on a little mid-season break just for um, two or three weeks. Um, Chanel is actually on holiday at the moment over in the UK, um, which is very exciting, visiting my family for the first time since COVID hit. Um, But we will be um, letting you know on our instagram when we are posting again so make sure you um, keep up to date with us on there thanks guys